Hello there and welcome to the Fit Trails with Tosin podcast. This is your host as always, Oluwa Tosin Kehinde, and I am so glad that you have chosen to join me today. On this podcast, we get to talk about our faith and how to live out our faith in every area of our life. We get to study God's word and encourage each other and grow to become all that God has called us to be. So with that being said, let us jump right in to this episode. Thank you for joining me today. I am so glad that you are here. And we're just going to continue our conversation on the character of God. So in the last episode, we had talked about God's faithfulness and how that is one of the attributes of God. So today we're going to be looking at God's sovereignty and providence. What exactly is God's sovereignty? What does it mean that God is sovereign? What does providence mean and what does that mean for us as Christians? What does God's sovereignty mean for you as a child of God? So before we dive into this, I live in my imaginations, y'all. Like you don't even want to know how many hours of my life I have spent just in my mind thinking of, oh, what ifs? And you know, this would look like this if this happened. I wonder what this person would say if I did this. I just... I live in my imagination and I remember as a little girl there were so many times I would just like you know think and be like huh I wonder if we're just like puppets like you know there's some puppet master somewhere just like you know like just playing all of this out and sometimes I would think oh what if life was a video game and like somebody was just controlling all of it and I say that just to bring us into this conversation of God's sovereignty because we would all agree that the world is bigger than us. It is bigger than what we are. And we know that God is the creator of everything, the world and all that is in it. He existed before the world, made the universe, made all of it. But the question is, so what happens after that? Like, did he just create the world and like, okay, y'all just do whatever and I'm just going to sit here and be God, like, and just watch. When I looked up the meaning of sovereignty, it, it said it meant supreme power and authority. And supreme power and authority just means, in, in, in simple words, I would say just all powerful having all power and having all authority and throughout scripture we see just instances where god over and over again declares his sovereignty we see how through scripture god is sovereign in Colossians 1 verse 16, it says, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. In Psalms 115 verse 3, it says, Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. And when we go over to Proverbs, we see 
in proverbs 19 verse 21 many are the plans in a person's heart but it is god's purpose that prevails in lamentations it says who is he that has commanded a thing and it will who is he that has said a thing and it will come to pass when god hasn't commanded it so we see all these scriptures that point us to the sovereignty of god and shows us that god is really all powerful see there is nothing that catches god unaware he is fully aware and has power over everything every creature every every person everything in this world that he has created the bible says that he's creator of all things visible and and invisible and even through jesus's walk on earth we see him display that sovereignty of god on the boat with the disciples when when the storm started and jesus was sleeping in the lower deck and the disciples were afraid and were like jesus do you not care if we die we see him not being shaken because he had authority over that storm and we see jesus come up to the 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 upper deck of the boat i guess since he was sleeping so and he comes out and we see him speak to the storm and he says peace be still and the bible says that immediately immediately and we see the disciples sitting there and and wondering and they ask what manner of man is this that even the winds obey him that is to show you that he has power over everything the sun stars moon like all of it god is sovereign over all of it he is supreme he has supreme power and authority over everything again we see jesus when he meets the man that is possessed and the we see the evil spirit in the man talking to jesus and he's wanting to reveal who jesus is and jesus is not ready for that to happen and we see him command this the spirit not to speak of who he is and it is it, it is so amazing throughout scripture in that story he casts out the devil from the man and the man is set free and we see that happened not just once but a couple of times there is also the story of the the young girl that her master was using her to make money because this spirit could supposedly tell time and fortunes and all of that and we see jesus also cast the demon away from her we see his authority over sickness through all the many healings that he he performed throughout scripture we see his authority over death he raised not just one person he raised doctors he raised the man the young man that was dead and his mother was crying and they were going to you know go ahead and bury this young man we see him just display this sovereignty over all even up to the cross we see jesus when he's in trial with pilate and he he's making it very clear that no one can take his life like he is giving his life he is laying down his life and that is something that's very important for us to know about the sacrifice of jesus and the death and crucifixion of of jesus that the romans didn't kill jesus jesus laid down his life for us to be saved and even on the cross we see him still just displaying that with the thief when when the thief tells him remember me and he says today you will be with me in paradise he has authority over the times he has authority over the events that occur and and just the 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 most amazing of it we see him he has sovereignty over death when he resurrects on the third day and and you know just restores us and gives us salvation and grace 
and brings us into this new covenant that we all have the privilege to live in. So we see this vast display of God's sovereignty all through scripture. Now, shifting gears a little, I said we're going to talk about God's sovereignty and providence. What is providence? This is just in simple words, the protective nature of God. Now, God is sovereign overall, like we have already established. But through his sovereignty, he, we see his providence. We see how he lays events and he lays certain things to happen at certain times so that certain things will be the result of it. If we read through scripture, we see things that are supposed to be I guess mundane things, things that were just, it just happened. But we see God's providence in it. We see in the story of Saul, before Saul is crowned king, the prophet Samuel already knows this. And God tells him that, you see, Saul is going to come and you're going to anoint him and he's going to be king. But how Saul gets to that moment is just a divine display of God's providence. Saul's father's donkeys gets lost. We don't know how they got lost. We don't know if someone forgot to close the stables. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know what happened. But we just know that donkeys were lost. And Saul's father calls him and he's like, okay, buddy, the donkeys don't go missing. We gotta find them. And Saul goes, it's like, here, take a servant. Y'all go look for the donkey. And Saul is looking for these donkeys. And I'm pretty sure he didn't think it was gonna take him that long. But we see in scripture that Saul is looking for the donkeys two days still hasn't found the donkeys and that search leads him to Samuel and Samuel finds him and invites him and anoints him and gives him that portion of the meat that was reserved for him when you read through the story all of the ceremonies that were done but my point is what seemed like ordinary donkeys were missing nobody could have thought that Saul being crowned king or being anointed king was going to be the result of missing donkeys that is a classic example of God's providence we see God's providence too in Isaac and Rebecca Rebecca went to get fresh water to get water from the well as always that was a tradition in the evening the women of the of the town or the village or the whatever will go out in their groups they will go they will get water and they'll come back to the village it was normal but what seemed normal was a display of God's providence because Rebecca was there at the time that Abraham's servant was there looking. And we see she offers, like he prays and is like, oh, the lady that will offer to give me water and my donkeys or my camels is the lady that is Isaac's wife. And we see Rebecca come and she does that. I'm pretty sure in the moment, she didn't know that he had prayed that prayer. To Rebecca, she was doing what she would have done every other day. What she would have done for every other stranger. It was like, she just, I mean, she was just doing it. But it, we see it as God's providence. And I, I can't help but just think how many times we have done things that seemed ordinary. How many times we 
took the left turn instead of the right turn how many times we took that alternative route home instead of the one that we usually take how many times we decided to eat eat you know stay home and in, instead of going out how many times we decided to change the trip date like we, we we don't think about these things but we see god's providence just in our everyday life and we don't even know it we see that he is not just concerned with having all this power over the world but we see that he's concerned about the little details of our lives scripture tells us that if he watches over the sparrows and the lilies how much more us so even down to the quote the the the, the, the least of his creatures even down to the things that we don't consider important like someone could just pick a lily now and throw it away and it would just wither away and dry up like nobody would even notice that a lily is missing even down to the littlest and the most insignificant in our eyes of his creation we see his divine providence we see how he divinely orchestrates things to happen in a certain way to yield a certain result and that is just so amazing that is the kind of god we serve that is his character that is who he is a god that is all powerful all all has all authority but still is so concerned and so intent and so attentive to the very details of our lives in scripture we see who who are we that he's mindful of us who is man that he's mindful of us that he pays such close attention and he he divinely plans things romans tells us that all things work together for good to them that are called according to his purpose that is god's divine providence and what does that mean for us it is it is just amazing how how sovereign god is and it should inspire us to worship him it should drive us to worship it's just like when when we meet i mean we all have our celebrity crushes and i mean you are attracted to them for whatever reason but like when we when when you meet someone that you admire or that you you just adore you just oh my god i can't believe i'm standing in the presence of this person there are certain things about that person that drives you to just love on them like you do it, but it, it may be the way they look the way they sing the way they they talk like whatever it is our realization of god's sovereignty and providence should drive us and inspire us to just be in awe and worship him for all that he is his sovereignty should drive us to just want to lift up our hands and just just for a minute sit down and think about it like even while i'm talking to you i can't just i can't stir up my head around it because we can't like an all-powerful god like he has power over everything over every like it is just it is just so amazing and it should drive us to worship him god's sovereignty should bring us comfort see it's hard sometimes because i i know you've probably asked this question before and i have and i did while i was preparing for this if god is all sovereign why doesn't he just you know 
make all things good. He has power to do that. And yes, he most definitely does. But scripture tells us that his ways and his thoughts are higher than ours. And even in God's sovereignty, one of the characteristics of God also is that he's just. And and we will keep on studying, as we keep on studying the characteristics of God, we'll dive more into why he doesn't do that we'll see his heart and why he doesn't just like you know just kill all the bad people technically we are all bad people but you know what i mean we all have we all have said that before i can go just get rid of all the bad people like you know those bad people them and just you know make the world a better place but he sees far beyond what our mind can comprehend Revelation calls him Alpha and Omega, his beginning and end. He exists outside of time. Time is like just this, I guess, if you've ever seen the little, um, I don't know what they call those things. Are they called looms? I think that's what they're called. That they use to weave, you know, fabric. God is like, time is like that to him. And he's like the person weaving it. Like he's weaving all of time together and all of our lives and putting all the pieces together. He's outside of it. He sees all of it. We can only see where we are right now. We can only see what, what, what we see right now. Our minds can only comprehend so much. So what God's sovereignty should give us comfort. The fact that we know that there is an all-powerful God who sees all things and knows all things and he's watching and he cannot be caught unaware and he has all power. See, what, what, that is one of the amazing things about God. His sovereignty gives me comfort that even when I make a mistake, he's sovereign. I used to live in so much fear of just like, the consequences of my actions like oh my god i'm gonna make a horrible mistake it's gonna ruin my life and that is not to say that our our um our decisions don't have consequences they most definitely do but when it comes to god's grand purpose and scheme for our lives honey your mistake is not powerful enough to stop god's plan for your life as a child of god he factored in our mistakes into the very purpose and plan that he has for us. That is one of the amazing things that gives me just so much comfort that he's all powerful like that. He's all powerful. Like I could I could miss it here and I will not jeopardize God's plan for my life. That is the kind of God that he is. And lastly, God's sovereignty should give us peace. The Bible says that he gives peace not like the world gives. Peace that passes all human understanding. When we understand and we realize and we believe that God is really sovereign and we believe in his divine providence that he weaves out and plants out the little tiny details of our lives and he's not sleeping he's not unaware of our situation when we find ourselves in the middle of the storm when we find ourselves in front of the red sea and the egyptians behind us we can trust that he's all powerful and he's all knowing and he has all authority and he loves us so even even when we can't see his hand when it looks like god is doing nothing we can trust his, his heart because his word tells us that his plan for us are plans of good. 
that all good things come from him, that he's a good father. When we can't see his hand, when it looks like everything that could go wrong is going wrong, we can have peace in the sovereignty of God. We can have peace in the fact that God is all-knowing. God is all-powerful. And he loves me. And he's concerned. And he, 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 he wants all things good for me. I'm going to close us out in prayer. Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you for my friends that have joined me today. Thank you for reminding us what a sovereign God you are. And that even when we can see your hand, we can trust your character. And we can trust that you are weaving together the very plans of our lives. That even before we were formed in our mother's womb, you have knit the fabrics of our lives and you keep writing the story we're just actors in it you are the script writer you know it all you you know how this all plays out help us to trust in your sovereignty god i pray for my friends that are in the middle of storms that are in dark places that are in front of red seas that you will give us peace you will give us peace and help us to trust in your sovereignty, help us to trust in your divine providence. I thank you, oh God, that this week, even as we step out, your sovereignty will just drive us to praise you and worship you, no matter the situation that we are in. I ask that you bless my friends this week and you will draw them close to yourself and you reveal yourself more to them this week. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Till I see you next time, keep loving God, keep keeping it real, and just keep praising Him. See you next time.